If we would just follow the rules, we wouldn't have any problems. But sometimes following the rules is not what gets stuff done. We have to understand the rules and work with the creator of the rules. Because just following the rules won't change or fix anything. It's the understanding and communication with the one that wrote the rules that will make a difference. Currently rocking in the school of life. He is here talking about stuff and whatever's going on in his brain. You know it is 100% Bridget! All right, here I am. It's me talking about living life and loving Jesus. <laughs> I hope you guys had a fantastic 4th of July if you're listening in the United States and uh, had a great day celebrating our independence. And uh, if you did, I am so happy. I, I, I made a bunch of food. I cooked some stuff I hadn't cooked before on the grill. And that's just was exciting for me because everybody thought it was tasty. Yeah, that's the best way to have it. And uh, <laughs> so hope you guys enjoyed your fourth and, uh, and, uh, and all that good stuff. So if you're watching me on YouTube, make sure to like, subscribe, ring the bell, do all the things that are required. Get that algorithm going so that I can be seen by multiple, multiple people. And the, and the things that I talk about can get out there on the air and people can listen and get to know Jesus and learn to live life loving Jesus. And if you prefer to listen to me on audio, I am available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Pandora, and wherever your favorite podcast is, I am there. Just search 100% Richard, look for the beard, and there, there I will be. And speaking about the beard, I know I say this every single week, but I use Wild Bull products on this beard. And if you own a beard, <laughs> own a beard like you just bought one out off the shelf and stuck it on today. <laughs> if, if, you have, if you have one of these things on your face, you have to use these products. They're all natural. Everything is great. Um, I personally use the beard butter, the beard wash. Uh, I use their, their all natural soap. This stuff is so fantastic and awesome. And uh, if, if you use the coupon code WILDBULL100, you can go to Wild Bull Shop and own your game. Okay, one more thing before we get rolling. Make sure to check out all of the links below in the description, whether you're listening or you're watching on YouTube. Make sure to check out all those links. There's something great there. You can get merch there. You can you can go directly to wildbull.shop. You can you can check out Podbean, which is the the people that 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 I that I that host this podcast to get it out all over the world. And uh, so you can join that too if you want to start a podcast. So make sure to check out the links in the description. Greatly appreciated. Help support the the channel, this the audio, all the stuff. You guys are fantastic. Now let's get going. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> so today is going to be interesting. If you if you listen to the intro, I'm going to talk about the rules. The rules. The rules are simple, right? Sometimes we think the rules are simple. Sometimes we think that, you know, if we just follow the rules and, and if you have a job, your boss usually tells you something like this. If you would just follow the rules, everything would be just fine. If you are a dad or if you are a mom, you've probably told your kids that statement. If you would just follow the rules, everything would be great. But sometimes you have to have an understanding or we have to have a, a mind shift in some way, shape or form about 
the rules and how do the rules work and what are the rules and what's the difference between the rules and the relationship we have with the creator of the rules, things of that nature. And we actually have to change our mind about whether or not we will serve God or just follow his rules because there's a huge difference. And when it comes to living life loving Jesus, we must have a mindset to serve and obey and trust and love. Not just follow the rules. And you're going to go, but but the, the Bible's full of rules. And of course it's full of rules. That's what the Bible's there for. That's what the Word of God is there for. But it's the relationship within those rules that we have to learn to understand so that we can communicate with God and we need to make up our mind. Follow God in a relationship with Jesus or just follow the rules because there is a difference. And, and what is that difference? Well, so because I, I do this, you know, there's this 19th century uh, Danish theologian and he identified two kinds of religion. We're going to call it religion A and religion B. Religion A is faith in the name of religion only. It's the practice of attending church without genuine, without, let me say that again, without genuine faith in the living God. Webster defines religion as a particular system of belief or worship built around God, moral ideals, a philosophy of life, etc., etc., etc. So then there's religion B. So on the other hand, its faith is as a life-transforming, destiny-changing experience. It's a definite commitment to the crucified and risen Savior with which establishes an ongoing personal relationship between a forgiven sinner and a gracious God. Now, how cool is that? So, so here's the difference. Here's the, here's the big difference is following the rules and that's it with no real communication, with no real action, with no real um, relationship or following the rules within the relationship confines or within the relationship context, which means you can discuss the rules and have an understanding of them and things like that. And I'm going to tell you something that Paul says in Timothy, because this might blow your mind a little bit if you're not a Bible reader. If you're a Bible reader, you've probably read this before. This is 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. And, he, and, and Paul tells Timothy this, But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form, this is the key right here, having a form of godliness but denying its power and from such people turn away. <laughs> now think of that for a minute. The key verse here is having a form of godliness is verse five, but denying its power and from such people turn away. And, and this is, this is where religion focuses. Watch this. Religion alone focuses on the things others can see and forgets that God can see everything about them. So if we are a person 
that claims to be living life loving Jesus, if we are and we're running around doing the things in the list that I just mentioned or joining in on that, we're, we're making a decision to just be a Christian on the outside. We're making a, a, a decision to just be uh, a, 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 a standee, a cardboard thing with no substance. See, the, the, when you know Jesus and you love Jesus, you gain substance. You gain his power. You gain his ability and his availability. Now watch this. This is Luke chapter 11, 39 through 40. It says, then the Lord said to them, now you Pharisees make the outside of the cup and dish clean, but your inward part is full of greed and and wickedness. Foolish ones, did not he who made the outside make the inside also? So here's here's the thing that you want to, I have my coffee cup. I know if you're listening, you can't see this, but I have my coffee cup. It's currently full of coffee. And when I'm done with my coffee, it leaves a stain inside. <laughs> if I, especially if I let that coffee cup sit around. Now I'm one of those guys. I'm a one dish guy. I use the same dish. I wash the dish. I clean the dish. I use it again. So on and so forth. And things like that. But if you look at the outside of a coffee cup, if you're if you're driving in your car and, and I'm special, I, I can drink a coffee cup without a tumbler or one of those lidded things. I can drive and drink my coffee like that. So I'm, I'm special like that. So <laughs> I hope I hope you understand that. So it's really nice if the outside looks good, sounds good, and may even put on a good show to who Jesus is. But if the inside is dirty and unclean, what does it matter? If you reached into your cabinet and found that nice coffee cup, like like that, you're like, oh, I'm going to grab my coffee this morning. And you looked inside and it was it was all stained and unclean. And, and most of us would most of us would probably put it back some of us might just put it back. Others of us will put it in the sink, wash it again. It might be your favorite cup because you use it so often. You reclean it, and then you make sure that it's good on the inside. You see, religion alone worries about what others may say, what others may think, and we want to appear perfect. Notice that word, appear. We want to pretend like we're fantastic. We want to pretend pretend like we're great we want to pretend like we're this or that but if our inside is dirty how good is our situation in reality how good are we doing what what, 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 how great are our our dreams coming true are things that that god's put inside us actually able to function if we're not doing the things that he asked us to do on our inside now watch this here's some more of this so religion alone like i just said worries about what others may think so Luke eleven forty two through 43 says this, But woe to you, Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue and all manner of herbs and, and pass by justice and the love of God. And pass by justice and the love of God. These you ought to have done, tithing and all that kind of stuff, without leaving the others undone. Woe to you, Pharisees, for you love the best seats in the synagogues and greetings in the marketplace. So watch this. He, he, he's breaking this down to uh, obedience. Watch this. You tithe. Tithing is good. Tithing is good. That's what Jesus says. I'm glad you tithe. But what is the reason behind it if the love for God himself is not there? What's the purpose of the tithe at that point? If it's not honoring God 
in that giving, in that generosity, in that tithing, if it's not honoring God, what's the purpose of your tithe? That's basically what Jesus is saying here. He says, I get, maybe it's this, the second half of that, you, you, for you love the best seats in the synagogues. I get the best seat in the house because I give more than others. And people think that way. I think it's kind of interesting. And, and, and kind of like, look what I can do. <laughs> if you get that reference, I think that's funny. <laughs> look at how great I am type of thing. And, and, and I want everybody to see my greatness because look at, look at me. Look at my giant envelope as I throw it in the, in the container or the bucket or whatever your church has passed around. Or because that, 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 that saying, look, look at me compared to, you know what? I give my tithe and, and I just take care of it and nobody bugs me about it. And I do it because I honor God with it. I do it because it, is it in the law? Yes. But I will explain that in just a second. Yes. Tithing is in the law. And and all that kind of stuff. And is that religion? Well, yes and no. Because if you're doing it out of, look at me, look at look at how great I am because I'm sticking this envelope in the bucket. Um, compared to, I tithe because God says I should tithe. And I love God. And I want everything I do to do and be for God. So I want to give into the storehouse, right? And in all reality, I'm gonna, I'm, I, I don't know the verse off the top of my head. But Abraham gave a tithe way before the law. So let's think about that for a minute. If we're going to look at it from, from that point of view, way before the law even existed, tithing was already in existence. Tithing was already something that people did naturally to create memorials to God and things of that nature. That's what we still do to this day. We do that because it is the right thing to do. It is what God put inside us to do. So we give to the storehouse so that things can be taken care of. Now, I don't want to get off on the whole tithing thing, but the question is, are you doing the right thing? That's what he's asking them. Are you, are you tithing because it's the right thing to do? Or are you tithing because I want to look good giving my finances to the church? Now, look at this. Religion alone seeks a quote unquote deeper message in the Bible in order to be in control. Watch this. Watch this. This is Luke eleven fifty two. Woe to you lawyers, for you have taken away the key of knowledge you did not enter in yourselves and those who were entering in you hindered so if you're not functioning if you're not functioning with god inside you if you're not functioning in a relationship with jesus if you're not functioning in a relationship with the holy spirit and you're just throwing stuff out there you're or you're looking for a deeper purpose to um actually go well if i if i say that's how cults are started <laughs> that's another subject but to use the word of God to control other people because there's no actual relationship with Jesus in that, it, it will cause a hindrance in people that think they're doing the right thing, that think they're in love with God, but they're really in love with the man that is teaching something twisted and crooked. And we go back to those first verses that I read because you, you, you're thinking on a mental level instead of a spiritual level, you tend to have issues when you create rules and do that kind of thing and religion alone will prevent people from becoming genuine believers in christ genuine christians now let's look at something important that jesus says now i think this is this is a, the one of the greatest verses in all of the bible in my personal opinion because it breaks down everything and sticks it into two rules <laughs> 
or he calls them commandments. Watch this. So this is Matthew. I'm, I'm taking this one out of Matthew. It's in all. It's in the first three God, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, um, where this is spoken. This is Matthew 22, 34 through 40. It says, but when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. Then one of them, a lawyer, <laughs> speaking of lawyers, <laughs> asked him a question, testing him and saying, teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? Now, you have to understand that the Sadducees and the Pharisees, they studied the law, they knew the law, upside down, backwards, sideways, forward, and in reality, they would utilize that to control the people when they, when they, when they used the law. So Jesus said to them, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Notice it says it's like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments, hang all the law and the prophets. Simply broken down. Love God and love people. <laughs> That's probably its simplest form. But, but, but catch what it says. The other is like it. So in the process of loving people, in the process of loving your neighbor as you would love yourself, you are doing that from the perspective of loving God first, where with loving God with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your heart. And then you, you, that trickles down into loving people because you love God so much that it forces you and puts you in position to actually start loving people no matter what position they're in. He takes the rules and makes them as simple as possible. God first, then people. What the word says over what the world says. So the rules are, you've always heard this terminology, the rules were meant to be broken or rules were meant to be bent. But the reality is this. If you know the creator of the rules and you have a relationship with the creator of the rules, you can communicate prayer. You can communicate with the creator. You can communicate with Jesus. You can communicate with God and find out where you function within the things that he has you to do. That's why God must be first in our lives because we really truly cannot love people. <laughs> I, 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 I used to actually say, and sometimes I still do. Sometimes I will actually say, man, you know what? I hate people <laughs> because I'll get in a crowd or I'll get in a position and people just do some really weird things. And, and you and you go, ah, and then you go, oh, you know what? I have to love these people. I communicate with God and go, you know, I, got, I have to love people. You know, when I'm out in public and doing those kinds of things, I have to find a position where I can say, my God is first. And because my God commands me, because I trust him, love him, and, and obey what he has for me to do, I'm going to love people. He takes all the rules and makes them as simple as possible. And, and when we understand that, love God comes first. We must be in a right relationship with God in order to love him, understand him, and communicate with him. And to be able to go to heaven, a person must be in a right relationship. So we take heaven and we bring it to earth, right? Once we are in relationship with God, we start to function in the things that God has. Being in a right relationship with God means there are no secrets between you and God, and that produces a clean spirit and a clean life. It produces it. That doesn't mean you get cleaned up first. Well, I must be all perfect on 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 and great and so on and so forth before I meet God. No, when you meet God and you understand God and you have a relationship with God and you start to grow with God, 
all of those things that you used to do in your life that maybe you thought you were this fantastically great person and, and then God starts to reveal things to you and you're like, oh my goodness, I need to shift this or I need to adjust that. And that's because you have become, you, you've, you've started a relationship with him and you continue in relationship with him and you move forward with him and things of that nature. And, and watch this. Okay, let's look at Luke 12, 1. In the meantime, when an innumerable, mobile, an innumerable multitude of people had gathered together so that, they were, so that they trampled one another, he began to say to his disciples, first of all, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. For there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, nor hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have spoken in the dark will be heard in the light, and what you have spoken in the ear in inner rooms will be proclaimed on the rooftops. When you are in relationship, you want everybody to know that you are in that relationship. And I'll put it to you this way. If you are on Facebook, there is a place that you can put, I am in a relationship with blah, 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 blah. I am married to blah, 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 blah. You announce your relationship. It, when, when, when women get married, they send envelopes out to people. Guess what? I'm getting married. They, and thanks to social media, you, you, they post it all over the place. Look at this. I'm getting married. Look at this. You, 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 you mention it. You, you change your Facebook status. You, 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 you add it into your Instagram profile. You do all the kind of stuff. And you tell your friends when you find yourself in a good relationship. And that should be the same thing when you find yourself self in a relationship with Jesus. You will not hide in a dark room and you will not keep it to yourself. You will share with others what your relationship is about. In other words, you will spread the good news of Jesus Christ because you have become a relationship with him. <laughs> and being in relationship compared to religion actually brings peace. Hebrews 13, 5, let your conduct be without covetedness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. I will be cool. If you listen to the last episode, what can man do to me? When you are in relationship with Jesus, what can man do to you? What are the things that 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 can possibly mess with you? If you have a direct relationship with Jesus, you understand his word. You, you, you're growing in the things that he has for you to do. You're, you're not breaking the rules. You're not bending the rules. You're functioning with the creator of the rules. Being in a relationship will bring praise and worship. John 4, 21 through 24 says this. Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what, what we worship for salvation is of the Jews, but the hour is coming and is now when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. When we're in relationship, we recognize the difference between the things we used to worship before, no other God before him, right? 
Love God first with all your heart, soul, and mind. It causes you to worship and praise God. It, it puts you in position to do that. In a strong relationship, we praise the person we are in relationship with. I praise my wife simply for being my wife and willing to hang out with me for the past 33 plus years. I glorify her in that. But I still put God first and I go, God has put my relationship together with my wife. And you have to look at that positioning and say, hey, I follow what God says. I'm the man of the house. And and, and the woman follows after me and so on and so forth. And the children and so on and so forth. And you put that all in order. Go read your Bible. Right? And then you have this understanding that when I am in relationship with God, it's going to help out all my other relationships. And therefore, I want to worship him for putting me in such, a, such great positioning in life. Come on, somebody. I just got all excited for whatever reason. <laughs> we will even worship that person. You know, if someone saved you from getting hit by a bus, most likely you're going to get up from that and go, oh, my God, thank you so much, right? What's the difference between saying, hey, God saved my life. He hung his son on a cross. He died and rose again on the third day to give us power and strength and, and send the Holy Spirit. So why wouldn't I worship him? When I'm in relationship with him, I'm going to worship him. So and being in relationship we equals loyalty, trust, and obedience. Watch, watch this. this is Proverbs chapter 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord. Right, say it again. Trust in the Lord with what? All your heart. Love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your mind. Come on. So we must also trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. When we seek direction in life, we tend to go to the trusted friend that gives good advice. Well, when you are in relationship with God, you can go to him directly for all things when you are in relationship with him. This is the difference between religion. Religion says I'm going to go to a man and a man is going to absolve me. I'm going to go to this thing where I can, where I am in relationship with Jesus and you are in relationship. If you're living life loving Jesus, you should be in relationship with Jesus. What do you do? You go directly to him. Who will you trust for the answer? And you will acknowledge him and go for what he tells you to do. That's what prayer is. Prayer is back and forth communication with God. When I'm in situations, I have to be able to go, I am in relationship with God himself through Jesus Christ. I can listen to Holy Spirit and say, hey, this is what's going on in my life. How do I make this adjustment? Do I do this? Do I do that? Yes, this is the direction that you go. The word of God says this, 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 and this. And you go, oh my gosh, look what I can do. Look what I can do. This is so amazing. And faith is the key. In order to be in relationship with God, we must have faith that he will do what his word says he will do. This is Hebrews 11.6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Relationship is a continuous seeking of God. It's a continuous understanding. It's a continuous learning. It's a continuous breakthrough. It's continuous. It is It is always there. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. He is a rewarder for those who diligently seek him. This is one of the greatest keys to that relationship. And being in a good relationship is realizing that I have to live with this person for the rest of my life. When I make that decision for Christ, 
I have to have an understanding that I'm going, like a marriage, I have to understand that I'm going to live with this person for the rest of my life. I have to listen to their side of the story. I have to listen to what they think that they that, what, that I should do. I have to have understanding in prayer. I have to understand that these kinds of things, we're going to see this person every day. We're going to be a part of that person every day. And in reality, if looking at it from a marriage, if I go to work, for eight hours and my wife goes to work for eight hours we don't see each other and you know we, during that eight hour time but i still have in my head things that my wife tells me my wife still has things in her head things that i tell her so in relationship with christ i will have things in my head i will have things in my heart that continually keep me in relationship and if i keep that knowledge and i keep that understanding i'm not going to leave him because God never leaves us. We just read that he will never leave us, leave us nor forsake us. He will sit there and watch you screw up. He will sit there and watch you disappear, and you're going to blame God. Unfortunately, that's just why that works. I don't know. But th that's things that we as humans do because we're like, well, you know what? Right now, I'm just going to put God in this closet over here because I would rather go and do the things of the world for a little while and then come back and get them. That's religion. Well, you know, I just, I, I, I can do... You know, all the good stuff in public, but whatever I do in my house is what I do in my house. <laughs> so it's like having that really good friend. I have a really good friend. He currently lives in Pennsylvania. You go watch go go watch that show. I have a show with him on there. And uh, we, we, when we communicate, we and we actually don't talk a whole lot so anymore. But when we do, when we sit down, we FaceTime each other or do something like that, it's like we never left each other. And that's how God is. God is like that super good friend. I have a friend in Jesus, right? And Jesus is my friend. But sometimes we just don't want to talk to him, but we know he will always be there. We know he will always be there. And we cannot let our relationship with him fade or disappear or find ourselves in a religious boat. And I'm going to leave you with this today. The signature of someone living life, loving Jesus is love. When God puts his spirit in our hearts, our actions show the evidence of God's indwelling. Be the evidence of God's love through a right relationship with him. Right on, right on. <laughs>